Father, we thank you for another time again. We ask that we see there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened much more. There is clarity, there is precision, and there is an accurate flow of your spirit in this place today. There is no contradiction in the atmosphere, and every heart can behold you as we see ourselves in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Alright. <clears throat> Agai. Agai 2. Agai 2. Agai 2. In the seventh, are we there? In the seventh month, in one and twentieth day of the month, came the word of the Lord by the prophet Agai, saying, Speak now to Zerubbabel, the son of Shetai, governor of Judah, and Joshua, the son of Josedek, and the high priest, and to the residue of the people, saying, Who is left among you that saw this house in our first glory? And how did ye see it now? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as in nothing? Focus on what I'm saying, or what I'm reading. Yet now be strong, O Zerubbabel. See the Lord, and be strong, O Joshua, son of Josedek, the high priest, and be strong, all ye people of the land. See the Lord, and walk, for I am with you. See the Lord of hosts, according to the word that I covenanted with you when ye came out of Egypt. So. My spirit remaineth among you, fear ye not. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, yet once is a little while, and I will shake the heavens and the earth, and the sea and the dry land. And I will shake all nations, and the desire of all nations shall come, and I will fill the house with glory, saith the Lord. Verse 8. Siva is mine, and the gold is mine, saith the Lord. Verse 9. In the glory of the latter house shall be greater than the former see the lord of hosts in us is and in this place what will happen in this place what will happen i will give peace and we started the series and we'll be studying the glory among us and we said the word glory is from the hebrew word carbon carbon and it's used for splendor for beauty and for honor and we said I will feel it is from the Greek word, oh sorry, the Hebrew word, sorry, mala, M-A-L-A, and it means to accomplish, to complete, to conclude, to perfect. So in other words, the prophecy is I will finish and complete the house to a perfect taste. I will finish it with glory. And there is an emphasis, there is a former house and there is a later house. We saw the former house, that is a place and a building. And we saw that there is a physical demonstration of God's glory in the former house. We said the, the former house had physical and tangible demonstration of God's glory. And we said that even that the physical in the physical display of God's glory, there can be miracles, miraculous deeds. Men can see tangible cloud that they may not be able to continue ministry, or, and they can fall on their faces. So there are physical and tangible demonstrations of God's glory in the former house. There were tangible demonstrations of God's power. Miraculous deeds are done. And there was a display of God's glory 
in those places. And we said cloud is from the Hebrew word anan, A-N-A-N. It means heavy mist or very tangible mist. So that shows this place can be filled with heavy mist and tangible mist. We've seen that before in our meetings. So you're not surprised about those things. We've seen tangible clouds, we've seen mist, we've seen the glory of God. And we are still going to see more because we are going to stay in the glory. <laughs> glory to God. We are going to stay in the glory. And we started something and we said that. We started something and we said that. And the spirit upon is supernatural utterances. We said spirit upon is supernatural utterances. I'm not going remember that. Spirit upon refers to supernatural utterances. That is, there is a corresponding action when the spirit upon is upon someone and we said there is and we explain the word gift that gift is emphasizes or stresses the character of the giver and we saw in Acts 2 33 that the things they now see and hear and what they now see and hear will mean that men could now speak with supernatural utterances which is tongues plus interpretation and equal to prophecy and we said that and we said that baptized with the holy ghost and the one received and we, we were all receiving yesterday and we couldn't finish because the holy ghost interrupted myself no is <laughs> and the word receive is from the greek word lambano it means to take from to take hold to obtain I'm still going to emphasize receive again. You know, how many of you, they've, you know, like this Bible now is on this stage now. You know, if I say, come and take it, you are the one that will stand up and stretch your hand and walk down there to take the Bible. That is exactly how receive is. Things can be in the atmosphere. It is on your call. I was explaining that to you yesterday. I said, it is on your call. You are the one that will receive it. That is exactly what happened to you at salvation. When you got born again, the nine gifts of the Spirit was already resident in you. So what happened is, it is on your call to take it. So what you did, as though, you know that feeling, I mean, all of you, you got people filled with the Holy Ghost. That time when you lay hands on somebody and the person just spoke in tongues, do you know what the person did? The person took hold of a reality in his spirit. Are you getting me? That is Lambano. He took hold of a reality. You didn't give him tongues, no. You only helped him to discover the reality in him. So that is why I've seen somebody, how many of you? I've seen somebody, I've tried to get somebody filled with the Holy Ghost before for days and the person didn't speak. My mother's friend. <laughs> this woman said, ah, you got my son filled. Come and get me filled. Me and this woman, we prayed hours, hours, hours. My mother even tried for my mother to try to get somebody filled. <laughs> you should know that that case is a special case. <laughs> my mother even tried to get the person filled. Ah, the woman said no. My mother said, okay, let me refer you to my son. At least my son has been doing it for a while. Me too. As far as man of God. Which I tried. 
Asher. <laughs> the woman wanted to disgrace me. The woman no even she no even sigh. You know, not even you know the sigh of tongues. You know, <sighs> the, the, it did not happen. <laughs> she didn't speak. You know what she was doing? She didn't take hold of what is in her. So receiving is on your call. You know one thing, okay, I don't, don't let me jump my sound. Receiving is on your call. It is a deliberate act. The word Lambano is used severally in the book of Acts to describe the deliberate action of the recipient. It is a deliberate action. And I asked you a question yesterday. How hungry are you for the move of God? How hungry are you for a change and a death in your spirit? How hungry are you for the demonstrations of power? How hungry are you for the miraculous? How hungry are you for to, to catch a grace? How hungry are you? How hungry are you to be blessed in a meeting? How hungry? Because you will receive what is already available. God is ever ready to bless the believer. <laughs> God is ever ready to bless the believer. God is ever ready to bless the believer. God is always available to bless the believer. It is the believer that is not ready to receive. Do you know that as we have come here and gathered in this meeting today, there are things available in this meeting that you have to receive. The grace of God is upon this meeting. That is why we prayed to make power available. We were ready before we came. So there are things to catch. And see, let me tell you. Online, we never replace certain things. You have to be in the place where it is taught. See, especially the things of the Spirit, let me tell you. The things of the Spirit works with association many a times. It works with what you can see. You need to see it being done. And you need to hear it. You need to be there. Because it can rub off on the atmosphere. I used to give you an example. Just imagine. John went to the toilet when he asked to when they were speaking in tongues do you know he will be among those people that said they are drunk because you see uh, five minutes ago I was just here nobody was speaking are you into what I'm saying so now it is in the atmosphere it is in the atmosphere so I said the workings of the spirit in the believer's activity, the workings of the spirit in the believer's activity with the gospel. So there are workings of the spirit among us. There are workings of the spirit among us. Look at 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. 1 Corinthians 12. I've explained this text over and over, but I will still keep explaining. Now concerning spirituals, so that spiritual gift, brethren. I would not have you ignorant. I would not have you ignorant. So that this concerning the things of the spirit or concerning the things pertaining to the spirit of and the spirit, I would not have you ignorant. Now look at this form. There are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. There are diversities of gift, but the same spirit. The word diversity is in the Greek word. Diaresis. Diaresis. D I E I D I A I R E S I S. 
D-I-A-R-E-S-I-S which implies different kind of one different kind of one Diaresis different kind of one different kind of one this informs and look at something it says in that verse 4 now there are diversities of gift and we said diversity is from the Greek word diaresis and it says that shows there are different kind of words and it says gifts 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 and that it was used in the prayer from it was used about three times in the in, in, in the New Testament that word gifts now the word gifts is from the Greek word charisma it's from the Greek word charisma the word gifts is from the Greek word charisma it implies an endowment from the Greek word charisma, it implies an endowment, spiritual faculties, an endowment, spiritual faculties, an endowment, spiritual faculties. So we've said diaresis, we've said charisma, so it's spiritual faculties, that is there are different kinds of gifts in the same spirit. Don't forget in that verse 4 it says, now there are diversities of gifts. And we said diversity is diaresis, right? It means different kind of one of, and we said charisma, that is endowment, spiritual faculties. And now look at verse 8 to 10. Look at verse 8 to 10. For to one is given the spirit, the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same spirit. Don't forget, verse 4, you saw the word the same spirit there, right? Are you seeing it? It said the same spirit. Now, don't forget, what did we say diaresis is? Different kind of one. Now, what are the different kind of one? We are seeing it in verse 8 to 10. He says, to another, to one is given the spirit, the word of wisdom, and to another word of knowledge by the same spirit, to another faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healing by the same spirit, to another the workings of miracles, to another prophecies, to another discernment of spirit, to another diverse kind of tongue, to another interpretation of tongues. Now, by the same spirit. So that means there are diversities of gifts or the gifts of the spirits. Paul kept using the word the same spirit. The word same is from the Greek word autos, you know, auto or automatic, autos. And it was used 3774 times in the Greek text, autos. It was used 3,774 times in the Greek text. Autos. 3,774 times in the Greek text. Now, look at something. It implies that they are, if you count it now, now let's count it. You, if you count it from verse 8 to 10, there are nine gifts. And that nine gift means what did we say gift is charisma right that means there are nine endowments there are nine spiritual faculties in the believer in the same spirit and that word same is from the Greek word autos now why because there are nine gifts available in the spirit of every man born again there are nine gifts available for every one of you seated here nine that means you were born again with it. Wow. You were born again with the nine. So, there are nine gifts available in the spirit of every man born again. 
And listen, he said, he look at it in verse 3. He says, Wherefore I give unto you to stand that no man called Jesus, no man called, no man speaking by the Spirit of God, called Jesus are called, and no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. So when he says by that place, he's saying that you speak from the same spirit, the same spirit of which you were saved. It is the same spirit at which you have the gift of the spirit. Does that make sense? Now, in verse 11, it says, But all these workings, that one and the same and the same, same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. So it is the same spirit working the gift in the recipient. That is, it is the same spirit that is working the gifts in you. And the spirit in, is in the believer. Spirit is in the believer. You see, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 12. Let's just quickly let's just quickly look at that again. God has revealed them to us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man for what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man, which is in him. Even so the, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now we've received not the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So you see in verse 6. Uh no, don't worry. Alright, the night gift was listed. And that's the word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and everything. Now, they were classified and um called, um can I take in an Awodkata ethol Awokata of Assembly Church um, as Assemblies of God Church? Ethos to group these three gifts. So if, if you people say because there's not in the Bible, all trials give revelation gifts, is that's not how it is in the Bible. But our captain from Kennedy again was able to help us with that distinction of the three. So now it was now classified into three: the utterance gifts. Now the utterance gifts. You ready? The utterance gifts. This gift has to do with speaking. Utterance gifts has to do with speaking. The things, the things that are being altered and spoken, they have to do with speaking. Things that are being altered and spoken, they are seen as the ability. Don't forget, don't forget you have it. So that means one of the ability in your spirit is the ability to speak, to alter and say things by the Spirit of God. And that is where we classify tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. I'll come again. Tongues, interpretation of tongues, and prophecy. Utterance gifts. They have to do with speaking. That is things that are uttered, that are spoken. Things altered and spoken. Revelation gifts. Revelation gift. Revelation gift. It reveals things. It reveals facts. That is, it reveals events. It reveals people. It reveals places. It reveals evil objects. I have a friend. She said, if her mother lost something, she doesn't always Where is it? My phone. 
is is under the couch. The Holy Spirit will tell her, go and check under the couch. Reviews things, reviews objects, reviews things in existence. So you see that we've not we have to use more of our revelation gift. I'll say it again. It reveals things, that is events, people, place, object, and things in existence. That's revelation gift. And classified under it is the word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, what people say, word of key. Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, and what? The sacrament of spirit. That is revelation gift. Now the power gift. The power gift. The power gift. This gift do things. It does something. So utterance speak. Revelation sees or reveals. Um, power does something. Power gifts, these are gifts that does something. It deals with doing things. That is, there is an exaction of power to get things done. When do we like the power gifts? <laughs> From this reason, I, I, I like this one. <laughs> I don't really like power gifts. I know that's my name's best gift, this one. For trans, there's an exaction of power to get things done. There are the ability in the spirit of God or in the believer, a physical display of power. So we have the healings, the walkings of miracles, the gift of healing. For walkings of miracles and the gift of faith. So I'll say it again: utterance gift, revelation gift, and power. Power gifts are things that deals or does something. It's an exaction of power to get things done. The ability in the street of the without a physical display of power. The gifts of healing, gifts of walkings of miracles, and the gifts of faith. So now we have all of this ability in us. I want to say it again and I want you to think about it. You have all of these nine gifts in you. I'll say it again. You have all of these nine gifts in you. I'll say it again. You have all of these nine gifts in you. All. You have all of these nine gifts in you. All of it. You are just the one who we plug in. Now look at verse 11. Oh, that's 1 Corinthians 12. But this worketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he wills. So now, the workings of the spirit in each believer. That, that is the this is the deal, right? There is walkings of the Spirit in every believer. So, when we come together, 
every one of us has that same walking of the spirit in us because we are looking at the glory among us so when we come together we have that same walking of the spirit in us first corinthians 14 26 when you come together every one of you have the psalm have the doctrine have the talk have the revelation and let all things be done what unto a divine so when you come together you come seated now what of you coming here you came in seated with the nine gifts wow i'll say it again all of you that came here now you came here seated with the nine gifts it is the ability you received the endowment and the spiritual faculty you received upon salvation so now remember agai's prophecy what we read the glory of the later house shall be greater than the former house. So that would mean in the later house, that is in Christ's church, in Christ's gathering, in our gatherings, there will be a demonstration of God's glory. That is the demonstrations of the Spirit of God. Don't forget, he said, I will finish the house with the glory. I will complete it to a perfect taste with the glory. Now, you are furnished as a believer with the Spirit of God. Am I making sense? You are furnished as a, as a believer with the, with, the, with, the, with the gifts of the Spirit. So, this is the glory among us. Or this is the glory among believers. So, the glory of God in the gathering. The spirit among believers and believers will be the recipients of the spirit of God we will put the spirit among us or we'll put the spirit among or in the gatherings by functioning with the abilities of the spirit of God so when we come together we are the one that will put it to work we will say when we come together let's give it all like we started this meeting today we'll pray the tongues that is us functioning with the glory of god so and don't forget yesterday we examined and we said the book of acts is an eyewitness account of jesus upon the resurrection and his ascension and the events that happened through the church and jesus resurrection the book of acts is just an eyewitness and in the gatherings in the book of Acts, let's see how they gathered in the book of Acts. Look at Acts 2, the first, one of the first gatherings. Acts 2. Are you there? Acts 2, 1 to 4. He says, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. And they filled the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them clothing tongues like as of fire. And it sat upon each of them. So now, guess what? In a believer's gathering. Now, this was a believer's gathering. This was, we can simply call this an Holy Ghost meeting. The one that happened in Acts 2. Guess what happened? There was a sound from heaven. Look at verse 2. And there was a sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. Another detail, it appeared, there appeared the clothing tongues as of fire, 
and he sat upon each of them another detail they were filled with the holy ghost and began to speak as the spirit gave them utterance so they spoke with tongues now so that is god's glory among the believer that is god's glory among the believers they add things are you seeing it look at verse 2 when they say there came a sound as of a rushing mighty wind that means all of them add something right are you seeing it they add something when it says and it appeared unto them totally tongues as of fire they saw something how many of you agree they saw something they saw something now so that shows believer in the believers gathering you can hear and you can see I don't know if you are getting if I'm making sense. In the believers' gathering, there can be sights, that's what we call sights and sounds. Are you seeing where we got the, the terminology from now? That is exactly what it is. There is sight and there is sounds. They saw and they heard. Now, so the spirit upon them and the spirit and the glory among them was within them. Look at Acts 2 verse 33. We were there yesterday. It says, Therefore, being the right hand of God exalted, having received... So, you know, this is Peter now explaining what happened in Acts 2 1 to 4. In Acts 2 33, Peter was explaining what happened to them in Acts 2 1 to 4. Now, the promise of the Holy Ghost, which is shed forth, look at it, which ye now see and what? And hear. So, that means there is a seeing and there is a hearing. So that shows in a believer's meeting, there are things to see. So when you are coming for a meeting, you are coming with an expectation for a sight. Are you getting what I'm saying this evening? I'm preparing you and I'm, and I'm teaching you how to flow with the Holy Ghost. So when you come among believers gathering, there are things to be seen in the atmosphere. People can fall into supernatural occurrence of seeing angels. I used to tell you, in, in some years back, me and Soji we went for a meeting and the guy was preaching and he just told us, now you can see visions. And that was when for the first time in my life, I saw things. And listen, the atmosphere was already changed. In the hot weather, we were feeling cold. It was not AC, we were feeling cold, we were shivering. The atmosphere, don't forget, thick cloud, right? Thick cloud that the cloud changed and there was an heavy mist and heavy downpour of the glory of God. I that 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 meeting I I still I still have not gotten over it. I remember the clothes I ever wore. And there were just things to see in the atmosphere. So that shows when believers come together, there is sight and there is sounds. There are things to hear. So we can see angels, we can see supernatural beings. In the atmosphere, is somebody getting me? We can have encounters of the God kind in an atmosphere. We can fall into a trance. Is somebody understanding me? We can fall into a trance. We can have visions and revelations. We can have sounds that we can hear voices. We can hear the voice of God speaking to us directly. 
I've heard people say, I heard it as like waters. I heard I, it was as though I heard it clear. Now, so it says, which we now see and hear. So in the believers meeting, there are things to see, right? There are things to hear. So as we are gathered now, you know, one thing you will do yourself good is just to talk under, talk in tongues under your prayer. That is how to be plugging in in an atmosphere. Even in a teaching meeting, you can just, just be talking in tongues under your prayer. That's the best way to respond to the Holy Ghost. Because that way, even just via the teaching, you can see things. We are going to be hopeful to the move of the Holy Ghost in these coming days, from these meetings to the next coming days. We are going to stay in the glory. There is much more to see in the glory of God. You can just be talking in tongues under your bed. You are plugging in. Just plugging in, plugging in. There are things to see. There are things to hear. Some of you can have visions, supernatural experience, encounters. Now, look at in Acts 3. In Acts 3, verse 1 to 9. Acts 3, verse 1 to 9. Peter and John was on their way to prayer. <laughs> Let me explain it down. They've not prayed. Probably they prayed maybe yesterday. But this one, they were on their way to prayer. This is what I say, Saturday prayer meeting. They were on their way. They were coming. They were driving down to prayer. And they met someone. And they met a man in the beautiful gate. And the glory of God in demonstration was healing. Don't forget, it is an ability and a faculty in the believer. Do you get it? And what was in the atmosphere for them was healing. They healed the lame man in Acts 3, verse 1 to 9. They healed the lame man. So, if I call, they used the faculty in them, right? Are you seeing it? So, we, we simply say they used the power gift. Right? Alright. Look at in Acts 4. Verse 23 to 31. Acts 4. Verse 23 to 31. Acts 4. Verse 23 to 31. It says, And being let go, they went to their own company, reported that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. Now, look at, just to, just to shorten the time, or to shorten what we're reading, look at verse 31. And when they prayed, the place was shaking, where they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and spake the word of God with boldness. So now, they prayed and the place was shaking together. Can we safely say that's the demonstration of God's Spirit? They prayed and there was a tangible demonstration of God's glory among them. The place was shaking. So you know, we can pray with the power of God and this place can move. Don't say, how? Well, it's the power of God. <laughs> Acts 6 verse 8 <coughs> Acts 6 verse 8 sorry Acts 6 verse 8 and Stephen full of faith and power wow Stephen full of faith and power what did he do? did great wonders and miracles among these people Stephen was full of faith and power and he did great wonders among them. Look at Acts 7. Verse 55 to 56. Acts 7. Verse 55 to 56. And he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly in heaven. And what did he do? 
Look at it, look at it. At 7, verse 55. What did he do? He looked up steadfastly into the heavens and though what? What did he see? He saw the glory. What's the glory? The beauty, the wealth, the splendor, right? Things you can't describe. He just saw something in the atmosphere. That is available to every believer as long as you're hungry for it. And that's the essence of teaching. You know one thing about teaching? Teaching opens up a well for you. Learn as a believer or as a minister of the gospel to always teach people to respond to the flow of the Holy Ghost. Now he says, Stephen saw the glory of God. What did he see? And Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Stephen saw that and he said, Behold, I see the heavens opened and the Son of Man standing on the right hand of God. So, a physical demonstration of God's glory can be that you can see things. Now, look at Acts 9. We are tracing things. And you see that in the meeting, we can see, right? We can hear. There can be healings. The place can be shaking together. We can have prayer meetings. And it can be a strange way. Where we'll pray and we'll be full of God's glory and God's power. Are you seeing it? Seeing God's glory among the believers. So, are you see that? It's different from the former house. In the former house, only the chief priest was doing the one. So, are you seeing that? In, are you seeing what I was explaining to you yesterday? Where it is not so good when a man is doing the showman, playing with the Holy Ghost, and others are seeing him as, oh, the man of God. That was what was happening in the former house. Moses was the only one. David was the only one. Are you seeing? But in the latter house, it became the workings of the Spirit among every believer. Everyone can now do it. Are you seeing what we call the glory among us? Is everybody getting this? Now look at Acts 9. Acts 9. Acts 9 verse 3 to 6. Acts 9 verse 3 to 6. And he journeyed, and he came near Damascus. Now this is Saul before he became Paul. Or oh, Saul of Tarsus. Well, people say he became Paul. He changed his name. No. I've still not remembered. I know I saw this Bible's Jewish name, Paul is his Roman name or something. I, I, I can't forget, so it's not a change of name. Tacos of Saul, look at his experience with the Lord. In, in, look at Act 3, Act 9, sorry, verse 3. It says, And he journeyed and he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined around him a light from heaven. Look at it. And he fell on the earth. And what did he do? He heard a voice. So that means there are sounds we can hear. Are you seeing it, guys? Hey, we are looking at experiences of how people experience the glory of God, and it can still happen even much more in our today. Are you getting me? Hey, he said he had a voice saying to him, So, so, why are thou persecuting me? Verse 5. And he said, Who are thou? And said, And the Lord said, I am Jesus, who thou persecuted and it is hard for them to kick against the priests. But look at something in verse 3. And suddenly, I think, how many of you have noticed a statement in the book of Acts? Suddenly. In Acts 2, there was suddenly. In Acts 9, there was still suddenly. That is, we can be in the atmosphere of God's power. And the next thing, I just saw something. That suddenly, I trust God. I trust God. That we will have suddenlies in our meetings. Go with go. In our in our meetings, from now till till till, till our meeting, <laughs> there will be suddenlies. 
interruptions of the Holy Ghost. It was just on their way. It's just the same thing in Acts 2. They were just on their own, suddenly. This was suddenly. And he says, a light shined from heaven. A light shined around him from heaven. And he fell on it and he heard a voice. So, that shows we can see things. We can hear things. Look at the same Acts 9 again. Ananias. Acts 9 verse 10. Look at verse 10. Ha, I love this one. Acts 9 verse 10. And there was a certain disciple. I told you that when they say certain, was he? Where was I teaching this? The fellowship leader, right? Oh, Alright. When they say Saturday, it doesn't mean Saturday uh, Chamaka. There's just one ordinary Chamaka that is there like that. But why did I know this video? So that means Saturday fever. Sorry, Chamaka, I sincerely apologize. But fever is a Saturday fever. Alright. <laughs> Alright. Now look at there was a Saturday disciple at Damascus named Ananias. Now watch you. He was not part of the twelve. A certain guy, just like a certain Belumi. Sorry, no, a certain favor. As Belumi, I'm sorry. People do this certain thing. Named Ananias. And to, as, and to him said the Lord in a vision. So, certain guy in the church, not saw vision, certain guy. <laughs> in the vision, Ananias. And behold, I am here, Lord. So in the vision, he was he was interacting with divinity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I like this. In the vision, he was having the encounter. Even as the Lord was going back to back. The Lord told him and said unto him in verse 11, Arise, word of knowledge, go to a city, go to a street, which is called street, inquire of the house of Judas, for one called Saul. So that shows Ananias doesn't even know him. One called Saul of Tarsus, for beyond the prayer, accurate details. In our today day, I'm sure if there was phone number, they will give him. He will see the phone number. I'm sure in 2021, they will put the, the, the mailbox. Apartment 2G. They will put it there. 46254 Indianapolis, Indiana. They'll put it, the Lord will have given me the exact detail. In a sense, look at verse 10. And I've seen in a vision a man named Ananias coming in. Wow. So they were just, they both saw visions. <laughs> and putting his hand that he might receive his sight. And then I said, Lord, I've heard many of this man. How much evil he has done to the city of Jerusalem. And that the authority of the Look at verse 15. But Lord said, Go thy way. For he said, Chosen be unto me to bear my name before the Gentiles and the king of Israel. I will show him how great things he must suffer for my name. And then that's went his way and entered into his house. So the Lord, we can see a vision. The Lord leading us go to Amility County. Go to a house. For behold, you will see a man. He needs the gospel. Stand up and go now. You know, you two also have to be a believer who knows how to yield. You know, Ananias will have been taught how to respond. Are you getting me? It's not someone that says, Am I sure? Did I really hear well? Ananias was not like that. I told you a story yesterday of Kennedy. He woke up and he was bathing and he was 
doing his shaving stick and everything. And he told his wife, I'm going to meet a man. He's downtown. He's working in a construction company. The Lord told me he cost yesterday and he, he has he has been with the Lord. He has he was born again, but he left and all of those things. I want to go and restore him. The Lord told me to go and restore him. And the person came to his house and he was telling his wife, he said, That's the same person I was telling you about exact detail. But you know what? I see, and, and I tell you this thing. This thing will work a lot with men who know how to yield. Reverend Nike used to share a story. He said, he can't count how many times he's just going on the way. And the Lord will just tell him, pack. Enter that uncompleted building. You will see some two to three people. They are about to kill themselves. Go and stop them. And he said, we enter there and he will just stop them. Why are you trying to take your life? Believe And he teach them the gospel. He will, he will punish them and he will take them home. He said he has done that countlessly. He said he will just message a random person on Facebook. Probably the person is going through depression or going through suicide. Like, What's going on? What's, what, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And it, it works a lot with somebody who yields with the Holy Ghost. That happened to me, I think, last early last year or two years back. So, I was just praying at work and the Lord told me, message this person. This person is going through a depression. This person is going through this. And the, I was able to send the person believer's authority. The person listening and the person was like, oh, wow, thank you. Now, that happens to a lot to people who knows how to yield to the Holy Ghost. That's why I like that song. There is a mighty flow of God's Spirit in this place today. It's not just the mighty flow. It is you that, what do you now do? You will yield. So it's not, there is already a mighty flow. There is a ceaseless flow of God's Spirit already. You are just the one who will yield. You are the one who will yield and say, I will open myself to visions. I open myself to speak in tongues. I open myself to see revelations. I open myself to several suddenness. Are you getting me? You are the one as a believer who will yield. So look at Ananias. Visions. They had visions. And in the visions, they had an encounter. Somebody talked. You know, it's not just to see an angel. Somebody explained this to me and said, when you see a vision and you see an angel, you can ask questions. Don't just be wild. And don't say, wow. Wow, angel, angel, just so. When you see an angel, is a messenger, right? He suddenly has a message. Let him talk. What do you want? <laughs> Ask questions. Are you getting me? I believe you will see things like that. So you're not gonna get one and say, I saw, I saw. Don't gonna be like me. Some of years, but I just I was just carried away. I saw, I saw, I saw. I woke up back. It's there for me to have asked. It was not later, and I went to study more. And then I come back again. Come. <laughs> uh, are you getting what I'm saying? You guys question, ah, you're a messenger. What's what message do you bring? He probably, and the truth is, not going to bring a spooky man. He's not going to tell you, go and kill yourself. No. He's going to probably remind you of something the Lord has told you that he just did not pay attention to. Because you already have the Spirit of God. Does that make sense to you? So, we are open to several moves of the Holy Ghost. We are open to several moves of the Holy Ghost. Have you seen that a character it is in the, in the little place we have read? A lot of people saw. So, that means visions and revelations should be a normal occurrence to the believer. It happened in Act 2. They heard, they saw. In Act 4, the place was shaking together. Stephen saw. Ananias, a certain disciple, saw. We want to see Peter again. Let's look at Peter. In Acts 10, 9 to 20. Acts 10, 9 to 20. Look at Acts 10, verse 9 to 20. Acts 10, 9. On the morrow, as they went to the journey and drew near, Peter went upon went up upon the housetop to pray about the sister hour. Look at verse 10. 
and he became very hungry and would have eaten. If it was you, I'm hungry, I will eat. And you are fasting, you I'm hungry. No, no, stay there. <laughs> says, and he became very hungry. If you are fasting and you do not feel hungry, probably you not started though. I'm just saying it as an aside. You have to feel it. What's the essence of one thing I did for my life? Eh? At some stage in my life, when I was younger, I used to fast to 12. I mean, if you did that, those, those coarse fasts, it will look as though the, the light, the, the years and the day. I, I believe if a child grows up with that stage and is hungry and he fasted that 12, that's right. But you as an adult, if you can wait till 3 and you, ah, you, you struggle, that's good. You now overcome 3. 3 became a normal Increase it. Are you getting me? Increase it. You see, you see that six o'clock is already a normal thing. Do nine. Is it making sense? You say, ah, the old days are already normal. Do two. <laughs> so I say, eight. But six will never be normal. <laughs> do, two, do two days. I remember the first day I did drive faster. I will tell you the story. All right, verse 10. But why they made ready? Look at verse 10. But why they made ready? In hunger. Peter in hunger. You in hunger. You can't sense Holy Ghost again. All you are just trying to think. Ah, oh more. <laughs> I won't grill. Peter in hunger. Open and saw a trance. You, have you been hungry before you saw a trance? <laughs> what a demonstration. You, hunger, you, everything switch. It's like the antenna of your spiritual life. Well, they put it on pause. They off the light. You wake up back. They on your light back after you finish it. <laughs> but Peter saw a trance. So now you see, he saw something. And what did he see? I saw heaven opened. Are you seeing there's a consistent characteristic of sorrow? That means they are having an encounter with divinity. Just like what we used to see those days. We see things open to us. He says, and saw heaven open, and a certain vessel descending unto him, as it were a great sheet clean, with four-footed beast, wearing. Look at verse 13, and he came a voice, you see, and there came a voice to him, arise, Peter, kill and eat. So there were sounds, there were sights. So in meetings, there are sight and sounds. There are things to catch and there are things to see. There are things to hear. Oh! So, Peter functioned with revelation in seeing a vision, knowing by the streets that three men sought him. He saw things. Look at in Acts 9, 32 to 41. Let's look at Acts 9, 32 to 41. Let's go back to Acts 9. We are looking at Peter. Acts 9, 32 to 41. Look at it. And it came to pass, as Peter passed down, passed throughout all quarters, he came down also into the saints, also to the saints which dwell at Lydia. And there found a certain man called Aeneas, which has kept on the bed eight years, and was sick of palsy. And Peter said unto Aeneas, Jesus Christ make thee whole. And he arose immediately. Wow. So Peter worked miracles, right? Are you seeing it? He wrote Let's read down. Look at verse 35. And now there dwelt a leader, and Sharon saw him, and turned to the Lord 
And there was at Joppa a certain disciple named Tabitha, which was by interpretation called Dorcas, a woman full of good works and arms did which she did. And it came to pass in those days that she was sick and died, whom they had washed and laid down laid her in the upper chamber. For as much as Lida and nigh to Joppa, and disciple has heard that Peter was there, they sent unto him two men, desired that he would not delay. And Peter arose and went to them. And when they came, they brought him to the upper chamber. And the widow stood, weeping, and showing the coat that garment that Dorcas had made for them. And Peter put them all forth and kneeled down, and prayed, and turned unto him to the body, and said, Tabitha, arise. And she opened her eyes. And when she saw Peter, she sat up. Wow. Where do you think Peter left it from? Lazarus. Are you seeing it? The same exact thing. So there was raising of death among believers. They knew that Peter would do something. They called Peter, oh yeah, fast. So Peter saw, Peter healed the sick. There was working some of those, those the dead. Now look at Acts 11. We are looking at the glory. Have you seen the glory among us? Glory among us means the workings and the demonstration of the Spirit in and within the believer. Amongst us. Is it making sense to you? Look at Acts 11. So look at things that can happen in believers' meetings when we gather, even on our own, individually and collectively. Acts 11, 27 to 29. Acts 11, 27 to 29. And in those days came prophets from Jerusalem to Antioch. And there stood one of them, named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be a great death throughout all the world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Caesar. So, by the Spirit, Agabus was a prophet, and he revealed the fact that there will be a great death throughout the land. And it came to pass in those days. So that means by the Spirit, we can know something is going to happen. We can know that, oh, just like the story I showed you yesterday uh, about my friend, when we wanted to have a meeting about the water, he saw it by the Spirit. Are you seeing it? So he saw that. So don't forget, Agapus spoke by the Spirit. He spoke and revealed facts about events in the future by the Spirit. And what did he do? It inspired love among believers. Because verse 29 said, And the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to serve relief to the beggar that dwelt in Judea. So by the Spirit, Agabus said, mm, There will be a trouble, like an earthquake in this city. And what did the beggar do? They acted immediately. So it's not to be doing prophecy, 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 prophecy confirmation coming up next on all of us TV. <laughs> That's not what it means. It simply means that we will walk in love to see how we will get it done. When things like that are shown, it's not for show off. Are you getting me? It's for us to know what we will do. Can you think he says something? He said many a times, when the word of knowledge comes, God will actually give you a word of wisdom. Let's say you know a fact, because the fact... I'm jumping to my note of believers meeting. But let me tell you. When I see something, when I say your name is Pedro, it is a wonder. How did I know? You didn't tell me. But the fact that I knew in my spirit is a wonder. Is to get your attention so that you will know that by the spirit of God, I have a message for you. Does that make sense? So it's not just enough to give somebody a word of knowledge. Back it up with the word of wisdom or something or a message. Does that make sense? 
So why that word of knowledge is there is a word that to let the person know that I know the Spirit of God has something to do with you. Does that make sense? So he spoke by the future. Look at Acts 13. Acts 13, 1 to 3. Acts 13, verse 1 to 3. And there was in the church that was in Antioch certain prophets and teachers, as Barnabas and Simon, that was called Niger and Lucius of Serena Manning, which had brought up the area that Chetra had saw. Five guys, they ministered to the Lord in verse 2, and fasted. And the Holy Ghost said, I was explaining this to the leaders, and I said, when the Holy Ghost said, the Holy Ghost did not come and not say, no, it was tongues and interpretation. And it's not the same way you think, you know, I just sense in my spirit that there's something about both of you, that both of you will do something that's such a ministry. That's exactly, but because this book of art, this also summarizes that, the Holy Ghost said, the people that are available for the work here to afford it. See? <laughs> because this book of art, does that make sense? Now, look at verse 3. The ladies on them, they, when they are fasted, the ladies and they send them away. So you see that there was, it wasn't even Peter or one of the 12 apostles that got Paul to do ministry. Just certain disciples. That's why they use certain. Normal brethren in church spoke words. And those people are now in the work of ministry today. Reverend Lighter used to say something. He said, What he is doing today in ministry was gotten in the place of five to six people gathering together to have continuous Holy Ghost meeting. They spoke and prophesied to his life. And this is what God will have you do. And that is where he found much of what he is doing today. He said, What he is doing today was gotten from a gathering of five to six people. He said, Sometimes just three people who will just rejoice, trust the Lord, have Holy Ghost meetings. He said, Many of us will travel from different states and meet together, and we will just have those meetings together. And I'm, I'm a product of those kind of meetings. Are you getting it? So, things happen. A gathering of prophet at Israel, there was a display of supernatural utterance and revelation by the Spirit. So, Job believers put them together and they walked the spirit among them. Look at Acts 14, verse 6 to 10. So that means there are supernatural utterances in believers' meetings. So when we hold this together, we gather and say there's Holy Ghost meeting. There can be sights, there can be sounds, there can be visions and revelations, there can be workings of miracles. We can even raise the dead. We can see things, we can hear things, we can have supernatural occurrence. We can even have a prophecy as touching something that will happen in the city. It's, it's something, it's, are you getting things that happens in meetings? You have to pay attention to these things. So that when you are having meetings, you already know things that can happen. When you are leading meetings, you already know things that can happen just when those five people are gathering. Are you guys getting it? You already know things that can happen. Now, Look at Acts 14, verse 6 to 10. Acts 14, verse 6 to 10. Look at it. And there were of it fled into Lystra and Derby, cities of Lycono, and the region that lieth around about. And there preached the gospel. And there, and there they preached the gospel. And there sat a certain man of Lystra, impotent in his feet, being crippled from his mother's womb, who never walked. Wow. Being crippled from me, who never walked. Look at verse 9. And same, Ed Paul speak, who steadfastly beholding him, and perceiving that he had 
faith to be healed. Look at verse 10. Say with a loud voice, stand up upright on thy feet. And he leaped and walked. Wow. So, there can be workings of, um, workings of miracle among us. Wow. A man born crippled. Wow. I heard the story of Bessie Dawsada. In one of his meetings, a dwarf grew tall. Ah, that's bad. <laughs> we are here to see more in our day. We are here to see more. So Paul and Silas, so there was a work of miracles and that demonstrated God's glory. Look at Acts 16. So that means there can be workings of miracles. Now you can also, listen to me very carefully. Now, in that your meeting, you can sense a working of miracle that is going to happen. Are you getting me? It might not be. I say this to the leaders. It might not be the person that is there. It can be the, somebody in the person's reality. It can be somebody distant that needs the miracle. All of you can receive miracle for the person. That's the glory among us. Are you getting me? That's the glory among us. Look at Acts 16, verse 24 to 31. Acts 16, verse 24 to 31. Acts 16, verse 24 to 31. Now, that was Paul and Silas in prison. What did they do? The Bible says in verse 29. Or, no, not in verse 29. In verse 25. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed, sang praises unto God. And the prisoner heard them, verse 26, and suddenly, wow. I think we should teach something called and suddenly. There's just some suddenlies in this, in this book of art that, I'm, that is interesting me. Suddenly. And suddenly, I like that suddenly. Ha! That there will be suddenlies in our meetings. That we'll just be teaching. Suddenly, something, people jumped up on the wishes. Suddenly. How many of you... Let's pray in tongues over that. Suddenly, in our meetings. Let's pray. No, wait. We want to pray for those are 30 days. That they will be suddenly. Let's lift our voice and pray. Who's somebody beside you? That in, the, in those 30 days, they're suddenly. Lift your voice. Let's pray. Let's agree. Suddenly. Suddenly. Ah, you're not praying. Suddenly. Hallelujah. Amen. So Paul and Silas, while in prison, they prayed and sang psalms unto God. And there was a great earthquake, and the foundations of the prison was shaking. And immediately all the doors were loosed, and every band were loosed. That's a physical demonstration of God's glory. Very physical. They prayed and something very tangible happened. The place broke. Do you imagine this type of cell they put them into? And bam! That's a physical demonstration of God's glory. Physical. Look at Acts 19, 1-6. So that shows in our meetings we can have suddenly. We are open to suddenly, right? Suddenly moves of God's spirit. Suddenly demonstrations, suddenly demonstrations of God's power. Suddenly tangible results. Wow. Suddenly. And we have, I want us to be able to say, we were just together and suddenly something happened. Ooh. And suddenly, the, the place shook. 
And suddenly, we just preaching, we couldn't preach again. The power of God just swept everywhere. And suddenly, everyone was in awe of God's power. And suddenly, people were glued to their seats. Wow. Glory to God. Glory to God. Suddenly. Suddenly. Look at at 19, verse 1 to 6. At 19, verse 1 to 6. In verse 6, And Paul laid his hands upon them, and the Holy Ghost came on them, and they spoke in tongues and prophesied. So that shows in our meetings, there can be tongues and interpretation. Am I right? There can be tongues and interpretations in our meetings, suddenly. Look at Act 19, 11 to 20. I love this one. Look at Act 19, 11 to 20. Are you there? He says, and God wrought special miracles. By what? By the hand of Paul. I like the part that they call it special. Special miracles by the hands of Paul. Verse 12. That, look at it. Look at it in verse 12. So that from his body were brought unto the sick and cashew of aprons. And the diseases departed from them. And the evil spirit went out of them. Wow. You don't get it. Ankashi touched your clothes. And they took the Ankashi to go and touch it. They just drop it on the seat in the name of Jesus. That's God's glory. We are open to them. How many of you are open to this? <laughs> we are open to them. Says the sacking vagabonds. So that means God wrought. If you read from if you read from there to verse 20, you see that God wrought special miracles. Special miracle by the hands of Paul. Special ones. Look at Acts 20, verse 7 to 12. Acts 20, verse 7 to 12. Acts 20, verse 7 to 12. Utikos story. Acts 7, verse when Utikos was preaching. And Paul raised the dead. So in a believer's meeting, we can be interrupted. Now, Paul didn't raise the dead and everybody started singing, Hey, Ejijo Jesu, hey, they now started singing, Oh, we just raised the dead. This said, no. Paul went back to teaching. Oh yeah, everybody, calm down, calm down. The dead are stand up. All right, let's return back. Second Timothy 3, 15. <laughs> no, there was no second Timothy 3, 15 there. <laughs> Probably what it was, what it was, yes. was a guy too. <laughs> a guy too, verse 1 to 9. <laughs> Paul raised the dead. Act 21, verse 3 to 4. Act 21, verse 3 to 4. Now, when he had discovered from Cyprus, he left on the left hand and sailed into Syria and landed to Tyra, and the ship was on lead aboarding. And finding disciples, we tarried there seven days. Who said to Paul through the Spirit that he should not go up to Jerusalem? So some disciples spoke to Paul by the Spirit. By the Spirit. In verse 10 to 11 of that same 21, Acts 21. And there tarried there down from Judea a certain prophet named Agabus. And when he came unto us, he took Paul's gado and bound it with his own hand and feet and said, Thus saith the Holy Ghost. That's tongues and interpretation. So shall the Jews, Jews are Jewish, bind the man that ordered this gadu, and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentile. Paul, Agapo spoke by the Spirit, a prophecy, tongues and interpretations. Ah, and look at it, he revealed a fact. Something is going to happen to the person that owns this gadu. You see, a, a wisdom in operating in the revelation gift. 
He took the post gado and he said, something's going to happen to who owes this gado. He don't want to point at anything to you, pop. He just took the guy and said, whoever owes this gado. <laughs> Look at Acts 28. Acts 28, verse 8. Acts 28. Are you seeing that there can be demonstra- physical demonstrations of God's glory? Acts 28. And it came to pass that the father of the public, Publius, Publius laid sick of a fever and lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flues to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid his hands on him and healed him. Look at verse 9. And when this was done, also wishing in the disease in the island came and they were healed. So Paul was on the island and yet he was still healing the sick. So Paul healed the sick. You see verse 29 too. Verse 29. He says, And when he had said these words, the Jews departed with great reasoning among themselves, and Paul dwelt there. So he preached the word to them. So that means, <clears throat> in believers' meetings, when believers gather, there's physical demonstrations of God's glory. Individually, you can rot God's power, God's glory can be seen through you. Individually, that is, you can heal the sick, you can see visions, you can see revelations. When we come together, different things too can happen as a result of the indwelling of the Spirit among us. That is why 1 Corinthians 14 26 says, When you gather, everyone has something. Do you see now that everybody has something? What do you have? The nine gifts, right? A spiritual faculty, spiritual endowment, you came with it. So that means there is something available for you to give. So in a believer's gathering, everyone has something. And the essence of it, don't forget the last thing first for Corinthians 42, it says, let all things be done what? Unto edify. The essence of it is to edify. Is to edify one another. Is to edify one another. The essence of it is to edify one another. Is to edify one another. And that word, look at 1 Corinthians 3 9. It was used in 1 Corinthians 3 9. 1 Corinthians 3 9. 1 Corinthians 3 9. It says, we are looking at the word edify. Because edify is from the Greek word oikodomio or oikodomi. Look at this. It says, For we are laborers together with God. We are God's husbandry. We are God's building. So we can simply say, We are God. We are building up ourselves when we talk in tongues. First Corinthians 14 3. 1 Corinthians 14 3. When we gather together. First Corinthians 14 3. It says, But he that prophesies speaketh unto men to edification for exhortation and comfort. It says to edification, that is for a building. First Corinthians 14, 5. Look at verse 5. I would that ye speak in tongues, but rather that ye prophesy. Okay, that is it that prophesy, but he that speaketh in tongues, that he may reply, that the church may receive what? Building, edifying. Verse 12. Even so, ye, for as much as ye are dealing with spiritual, ye see that ye excel to the edifying, to the building of the church. You see another reference to in Ephesians 2, Ephesians 2.21. Ephesians 2.21. It says, 
in whom all building fitly framed together great unto an holy temple in the Lord. So, oikodomio, or edification or edifying, is from the Greek word oikodomi, and it's in fast building, building. Oikodomi, oikodomi is O I K O D O M E, oikodom, oikodomi, O I K O D O M E was derived from oikodomio, which is the verb. That is an, a continuous work, an ongoing work, so that is we are building. When they say somebody is building, a building means we are building. Are you, are you seeing the word now? When we say we are building, that is there's something going on. We are laying an edifice. Does that make sense? That is the word. So we are building. We are building. Take this down for references, just so that we can hasten up our time. Are you ready? Take this down for your references. You want to study more on the building? First Corinthians 8 1. First Corinthians 8 10. First Corinthians 10 23. First Corinthians 14 14 4. First Corinthians 14 7. First Thessalonians 5 11. I'll come again. First Corinthians 8 1. First Corinthians 8 10. First Corinthians 10 23. First Corinthians 14 4. First Corinthians 14 7. First Thessalonians 5 11. I'll come one more last time. 1 Corinthians 8 1, 1 Corinthians 8 10, 1 Corinthians 10 23, 1 Corinthians 14 4, 1 Corinthians 14 7, 1 Thessalonians 5 11. So the word oikodomia means to build, to strengthen. So when we come together, we want to build, right? We want to strengthen, right? We want to embolden ourselves. We are laying the foundation, we are building the bricks, we are putting more cement. Are you seeing it? We are making ourselves stronger. Does that make sense? We are making ourselves stronger. So, it is used, if you look at those texts that I called out for you, it was used for the believers considering one another, it was used for the believers edifying himself, and it was used for the believers edifying others. Edifying one another, considering others, edifying himself. So, the workings of the Spirit in the believer is for they are profiting the common good of others. The workings of the spirit in the believer is for the common good of others. It's for the common good of others. That is why you will see in 1 Corinthians 14 7. Let me explain that. In 1 Corinthians 14 7, it says, 1 Corinthians 14 7. It says. Uh, is it seven I'm looking for? It says which is prophet. First Corinthians fourteen. Mm-mm. No, that's not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for where it says to profit with thou. So don't look for it for me. But it says giving to profit with thou. Yeah. First Corinthians one. Oh, because I just twelve. Seven. Sorry. Sorry. First Corinthians 12, 7. It says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit without. The word profit without is from the Greek word sumphero. Sumphero. S-U-M-P-H-E-R-O. S-U-M-P-H-E-R-O. Sumphero. It implies to bear together. It implies to bear together. It implies to bear together. Or for the common good or advantage. The common good or advantage. 
It applies to bear together for the common good or advantage or expedient. Superior profit without. So when it says the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without, it means it is for the common good of others or for advantage of others to bear together or it expedient. It was used 17 times in the entire New Testament writing. And five times in the epistles, 17 times in the entire New Testament writing, and five times in the epistles. And it is from two words, son and pharaoh. So don't forget son, pharaoh, son and pharaoh. And the word son is, is a primary preposition for union with or together, pharaoh to bear or to carry. Now, what is this? Is as though it's a two joining words, son, pharaoh. So they, they brought it together, just as we would saw. I wish I had the call that, uh, that, we, that, that we bring together. Diamenium. Where we say diamenium. So that's the same one with son and pharaoh. Son is the primary preposition. It's just like wheat all together. Why pharaoh? It means to bear or carry. Son, wheat all together. Um, Why pharaoh means to bear or carry. So it means to profit without. So that means when you want to minister to people, you want to profit the person, you want to bless the person, you want to do the person good, you want to be of an advantage to the person, you want to bear the person's body, you want to bless the person. So it says to profit without. So that is the manifestation of the Spirit is for the common good of every man. The manifestation of the Spirit is for the common good of every man. The manifestation of the Spirit is for the common good of every man. And it was used in the epistles. Just put this down, because there's some way I'm trying to get to, so that we can finish on time. Just put this down. It was used in the epistles in 1 Corinthians 6.12, 1 Corinthians 7.35, 1 Corinthians 10.23, 1 Corinthians 6.12, 1 Corinthians 7.35, 1 Corinthians 10, 23. I'll say it long, long last time. 1 Corinthians 6, 12. 1 Corinthians 7, 35. 1 Corinthians 10, 23. So the workings of the Spirit is for the common good, common advantage of every believer. The workings of the Spirit is not for a selfish purpose. It's for the common... The healing is for somebody. The gift of the Spirit is for somebody. It's for the common good of other believers. So the word edification or to edify means... To come, or it refers to a continuous practice in the gathering of the believer. So that's what edification, or when I say to edify someone, it is for, it is a continuous practice in the gathering of the believer to strengthen and build up one another. So it is a continuous practice to strengthen. So when I want to give you a tongues and interpretation now. I want to strengthen you. I want to build you up. I want to lay foundation. Does that make sense? I want to build you up. So in the gatherings, the spirit will walk in and through us. So when we gather together, the spirit of the spirit among us, or the spirit will walk in and through us to inspire love. When we gather together, we can't be inspired to hatred. It will inspire love. It will inspire ministry of service. It will inspire love. 
it will inspire ministry of service. Don't forget in Art 11, when we read that place, when, Ag when Agabus prophesied concerning the dance in the land, what happened? It inspired love in the believer. Believers saw the need to give. Does that make sense? So when it tongues and interpretation comes, it inspires love and it inspires ministry or service. Every man in that place gave according to the needs. So, and everyone gave materially in that level. In Act 13, what did he inspire? When the Holy Ghost said, when the Holy Ghost said, he inspired ministry or service. The Holy Ghost said, Supreme Paul and Barnabas, the, the counter reaction was ministry or service. So it's two ways. When you are in a believer's meeting, you give somebody an utterance, it inspires loves, it inspires ministry or service. So, as we conclude the glory among us, as we conclude the glory among us, the glory among believers refers to the workings of the Spirit in and through the believer. Do you now understand what the glory among us means? Do, does everybody understand what the glory among us means now? It just means the workings of the Spirit in and through the believer. And what are the workings of the Spirit? The nine gifts. So what we have been saying for the past how many weeks is to get here. That the workings of the Spirit in and through the believer is the glory among us. So via that, we will see physical and tangible display of God's power. Via that, there will be revelations by the Spirit. Via that, there will be supernatural utterances unto edification. There are sight and sounds, right? Remember? In Acts 2, in Acts 4, in Acts 6, in Acts 7, there were sight and sounds. Even in Acts 9, there were sight. Are you seeing where the word sight and sound came from? There were sight because what I can see, there are things to see, right? There are things to hear, right? There are things to do, if need be, right? That is, we heal the sick, what else they doing? We walk us a walking and tangible display of God's power in the walking, right? There can be prophecies as touching things, places, events, right? Don't forget, what's the revelation gift again? We said the revelation gift is to do what? Is to reveal things, is to reveal people. So you can see people, right? You can know a detail about people. Don't forget, this thing said, go to Ananias. Uh, go to Saul of Tarsus in the house of Judah. For behold, he prayed. I'm sure if it was 2021, they will give him, he will get his phone number. He will get apartment 2G in Danapolis, Indiana, 46254. He will get, uh, which other thing will he need to get? Indy court. Indy court. For behold, his church is at Indy court. For behold, he's seated drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> you will get a place. You will get an object, right? For behold, he's seated drinking water. An object. <laughs> Things. So you can, you can lost your pen. And the Holy Ghost, you can pick it by the Holy Ghost. I believe things like that. 
I believe. How many of you have lost something for supernatural? You just saw it somewhere that you searched. You're not watching. Ah, I say I check this place now. Don't don't mystify it. It's the Holy Ghost. So we can know names, right? I can say your name is Isini or Ishuko. Yes. Or Ashabi. I say that's your name. And you wonder how do I know the Holy Ghost? <laughs> Are you getting it? So that's why I tell people, don't despise it. That people have done it wrongly doesn't mean it's wrong. If you want the gifts of the Spirit to work in your life, don't mock it. <laughs> don't mock it. Because soul of pastors, for view the prayer, how did you know? Holy Ghost. How did you know the house to go? How did the Ananias know the house? A street called Street. How did he know the road to pass there? So that shows you can wake up in the morning, Spirit of God tell you, pass Bloomington to go to downtown. You wonder how to go You wonder how she is just that is she just said that. Only goes to tell you, no, Bloomington. You now have to rationalize it. Uh, no. The only goes, this is a lie. <laughs> so, the guy, when we gather together, it is for edification. So, now listen. Thorns and interpretation, thorns, interpretation of thorns and prophecies are the vocal expressions of the glory of God. I don't know if you agree with that. So when we speak in tongues, when we interpret, when we give prophecy, can we say that is sight, that is, that is sound, no, 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 that's not sound. That is a vocal expression of the glory of God. Are you saying that it's no more mysterious again? That's a vocal expression of the glory of God. So when every believer hauls glory, look at Psalm 29 verse 9. I've used this scripture to preach before. Two years ago, I don't know if you remember, Psalm 29 verse 9, go there. I used it to prepare you people for, for a meeting. Psalm 29 verse 9. Look at it. It says, The voice of the Lord maketh the inns to crave and discover it to the forest. And it says, In this temple doth everyone speak of his glory. Can we safely say, when we speak in tongues, we give interpretations, we give prophecy, we are speaking of his glory. Do you agree? Can we say it's a vocal expression of God's glory? We alter God's glory. So any believer alters God's glory. So that so can we simply say Psalm 29 verse 9 has been fulfilled? Is a prophecy now fulfilled? It was fulfilled in Acts 2. Can we say it was fulfilled in Acts 2? So, is everybody getting it? So when I give a tongue, when I'm speaking in tongues, can I say I'm speaking God's glory? Can I, when I give you a prophecy, an interpretation, can I say I'm speaking God's glory? That's the glory among us. That's the glory among us. So, concerning the church, and um, so, upon Jesus' resurrection, 
the scripture teaches of the temple and we know that the temple is figurative of the church and every believer alters his glory every believer alters his glory so you will see in joel 2 let's go to our joel 228 i think we we're there yesterday right joel 228 joel 228 Joel 2.28 Are you there? Are you there? Joel 2.28 It says And in the last days, right? Is that what he said? And it shall come to pass. Afterwards, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And upon the maidens, upon the servant, and upon the handmaids, and in those days, I will pour out my spirit. Can we say this prophecy has been fulfilled? So each believer can speak supernaturally. Every believer can speak supernaturally. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, verse 26 to 32. Let's see. 1 Corinthians 26, it says, How is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you, at the psalm, at the doctrine, at the tongue, at the revelation, at an interpretation, let all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at most by three, that of course one interprets. And if there be no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. So does it mean that you should not speak in tongues because you now have interpreter? Let mm-hmm. uh-huh. let the prophet speak to and three, let others join. If anything be revealed to another that seated, let the first hold his peace, that all ye may prophesy one by one, that we may all learn and be all comforted. And the spirit of a subject prophet is subject to that of a prophet. So we can speak supernaturally. First Peter 3, 10 to 11. First Peter 3, 10 to 11. First Peter 3, 10 to 11. It says, It says, For he that will love his life, and see the good day. Let him refrain the storm from evil, and his lips, they speak no girl. He now says, No, this is not where I'm, this is not where I'm looking for. Let me check second Peter. That's not where I'm looking for. Um, no, that's not where I'm looking for. Uh, no, I'm looking for, let him speak as an oracle of God. Uh, there's no way I'm looking for. Uh, Alright, it's second it's first Peter 4, 10 to 11. Sorry, not 3. It's 4, 10 to 11. First Peter 4, 10 to 11. I'm sorry about that. It says, as every man has received the gift, even so minister the same one to another. So as you have received something, you minister the same to another. 
as good steward of the manifold grace of God. Verse 11. If any man speak, let him speak as what? The oracle of God. This is where people got that out. That's the oracle of God. God's oracle. I remember I've heard that thing before. God's oracle. Every one of you are God's oracle. Glory to God. <laughs> if any man minister, let him do it at the ability which God gave it, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus, whom the praise and dominion forever and ever. That word oracle is from the Greek word legion or logion. Logion. L-O-G-I-O-N, Logion. L-O-G-I-O-N, Logion. Which is used for utterances. That is, utterances of God. Utterances of God. So, we can safely say, the glory of God, or the glory among us, is what? The workings of the Spirit in and through the believer. And we can have physical and tangible display of God's power. So they are sight. So now, when we come together, we don't come with an attitude that we don't have something, right? We come with an attitude of a man who is finished with glory, right? Who is the house of his glory, right? So when you speak, you speak glory, right? When you see, you have seen the glory of God. When you hear, you are hearing the glory of God. Does that make sense? Because everything around you emits the glory of God. So now, the glory among us is the workings of the Spirit in and through the believer. And we already have it here. All we just want to do is to put or take hold of it. Now, there are things in the atmosphere that we want to catch. And we can catch it from one another. Are you getting it? We can catch it from one another. See, there is always a rub off when believers come. Do you know that the way we pray in tongues is because we gather in lots together. Our tongues rubbed off on each other. Do you know we can see the same thing and we rub off? In Acts 2, it says, is sat upon each and every one of them. That shows we can have almost the same encounter as a robot. They spoke in tongues. That means we can see something and do the same thing. There is a robot. So when believers gather, we are not waiting for something to drop. It is already in the atmosphere. Let's pray in tongues. We want to do some holy ghost. We want to, we want to do holy ghost. Let's, let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues. Let's be on our feet. Let's pray in tongues. I wonder if we are ready to practice the things of the Spirit. Let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues. Let's pray in tongues. Let's bring it on. Let's bring it on. Let's bring it on.